My name's David and this is the Hypothetic RL Podcast. If this is your first episode, welcome. If you enjoy, I have many more, so please subscribe. To my returning listeners, thank you and welcome back. There is never a better time to rate and review. Rugby League is a game of millimetres and microseconds on the field, and of chance encounters and a combination of decisions of seismic importance offered. What this podcast does is explore the vast timeline of Rugby League history for these events to pose the question, what if this event changed? The intention is to have a little fun in the exploration, and hey, we all may learn something new. With the introduction out of the way, it's time to find out what we're going to do for this episode. The event for today took place on Friday the 15th of August 2014, in the 78th minute of the game between Canterbury and Parramatta. The end result of the game was a victory for Canterbury, 18 points to 16, but in the 78th minute, after kicking a 40-20, Parramatta were denied the chance to take a quick tap, which they were entitled to do. The referees had claimed that they were not set. Uh, the result in the play was Chris Sando, who had kicked the 40-20, runs down, takes the ball to the correct position, takes the quick tap. Because there are no Canterbury players back, uh, crashes over the line, basically slides over the line, and the result would have been, if they would have allowed it, Parramatta would have won that game with... It was probably about a minute to go by the time they take the, the kick for goal and everything. Basically, what happens is Parramatta are forced to take that tap again. Canterbury line gets set. They are unable to score. The game finishes 18-16. To give a better background on the event and the possible changes that may have occurred beyond that, we must first rewind. Canterbury and Parramatta were founded in 1935 and 1947 respectively, but it was not until the early 80s until a real rivalry occurred. Both teams were very successful in the 80s, and through this mutual success came rivalry. As the years went on and more crucial matches were played between the two teams, the rivalry grew. Personally, as a Parramatta fan, I'm not a big rival with Canterbury. Canterbury's not the team that I worry about that much, but uh, for Parramatta and for the club of Parramatta, uh, one of our long-term rivals since the 80s has seemed to be Canterbury. This game would have had the same intensity as most Parramatta Canterbury games do have. Uh, it's something about the, the fan bases as well and how they react with each other. But there is there's definite rivalry. In this game, earlier in the game, there is a, a scuffle around, I think it's around half-time, uh, and it's fairly common for Parramatta and Canterbury to, to fire up a bit for when they are playing against each other. So that's where you sort of get up to a game like this. Obviously there's other games of much more significance between the 1980s and this one, and there had been more significant games since, but talking about the intensity of that would have been in this game, the fact that this game was very important, it was a fight out for a top eight spot. Uh, both teams were close, if not in the, the top eight at the time, and it's going to make a, a big difference of who wins this game as to who's going to be playing in the finals in 2014. So that brings us back to the event, and now we will go forward to have a look and see how a change in this event will make a change 
to the history of rugby league. So that brings back to the event, and now we will go forward to help them see how changing this event will be changed to the history of rugby league. So this round 23 game will now be a victory for Parramatta, 22 points to 18. Having a look at the NRL season for 2014, that's going to make a significant difference. Well, it's going to make some difference anyway. Uh, there is obviously only a few games to go. There's only three games left in the season. What we're going to say is that, like we'd always do, the games that are played beyond that point are not changed. There's no change to any of these results. In the next round, Parramatta and Canterbury both win. Canterbury gets beaten by South Sydney in round 25, and Parramatta gets beaten by Newcastle in round 25. In round 26, Canberra beats Parramatta, and in round 26, Canterbury gets beaten by a point by the Titans. When we look at the final table of 2014, Canterbury ends up finishing on 30 points on plus seven for and against. Parramatta ends up finishing with a minus 103 on 28 points, so two points behind Canterbury. So as you can see by that, Parramatta winning this game means that they would then be on 30 points. Canterbury would be on 28. So Canterbury ends up finishing, like I said, on, in seventh position. With the extra two points, Parramatta will actually finish in seventh position because Brisbane, who are in eighth, are on 28 points. So the team that finishes 7th is going to have a negative 4 and against, which is obviously not ideal for a top 8 system. But anyway, we'll, we won't comment on that. What ends up happening then is obviously Canterbury miss out on the finals. They end up finishing in 10th position. So Parramatta and Canterbury, who were 7th and 10th, just swap positions. That means going into the finals, uh, there's no change to the South Sydney Manly game. So we we'll say Souths wins that. There's no change to the Penrith-Sydney Roosters game. So we're going to leave that as Penrith winning there. So that means that teams 3 and 4 beat teams 2 and 1. Then North Queensland plays Brisbane and defeat them 32 points to 20. So that's team 5 defeating team 8. The last game would be the game that Parramatta would be in. So it would be at Melbourne's home ground in Amy Park. It would be Melbourne versus Parramatta. In the subsequent game when Canterbury plays, Canterbury wins 28 points to 4. As a Parramatta fan... I'm going to say to you right now that Parramatta can't beat Melbourne in a finals game. And they're not going to happen. It's not going to happen in 2014. So we're going to reverse a result there, which means that Melbourne will move on to the second round and won't be defeated in the first round in 2014. That means that Parramatta are going to get eliminated anyway. But it will make a, a change going further on because in the next game, Canterbury defeats Manly. 18 points to 17 in a golden point game. Manly will end up playing Melbourne instead. And obviously in this season, or if you're not aware, in this season, Canterbury goes from 7th position to make it to the grand final. Because Canterbury's not there, and because Parramatta don't make it to this, this second round, it means that all these games are now up for grabs. Manly playing Melbourne in it would have been in Sydney, it would have been at Allianz Stadium. We're going to say that because Melbourne weren't able to beat Canterbury and Manly went so close to them that Manly are going to defeat Melbourne and they will go on to the next round where they'll play the Penrith Panthers. South Sydney on the other side of the draw are going to win their game against the Sydney Roosters. There's going to be no change to the Sydney Roosters being the Cowboys. That's, that's all going to stay the same. So that side of the bracket we're not going to change. We're just going to change the side that Canterbury were on. And now we interrupt this podcast for a message from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Brackets. Brackets hold things. Brackets contain things. And you can find brackets on your keyboard. Brackets. 
end brackets. Going forward, so Manly defeats Melbourne, so that means Manly playing Penrith. It's a tough choice between Penrith and Manly, just by the fact that Manly finished second on the table. Not that that really means much. We're going to say that Manly are actually the team that defeats Penrith, and they go into the grand final. So our grand final will end up, instead of being South versus Canterbury, will end up being South versus Manly. That's uh, an interesting result, because if you think about the team that Manly had 2014, it's going to be a little bit harder grand final for South Sydney. Uh, there's, there's quite a lot of you know, good players in that Manly team. You've got Brett Stewart and Glenn Stewart and Jamie Lyon. You've still got the Daly Cherry, Evers and Kieran Foran, half five at combination. South Sydney, though, 2014, I think are just a little bit too strong. So we are going to still say that South Sydney wins the premiership, but we're not going to say that they romp it in as they did. 30 points to six was that grand final, so we're going to say that they don't win by as big a margin, but South will still win the grand final. It just means that Manly gets an extra grand final, Canterbury gets one less grand final loss, uh, and obviously one less finals appearance. I think in the on the Parramatta side of things, even though they're going to get defeated in the first round, it's it's positive steps for them. What At this point, you've got to remember in Parramatta's cycle is that uh, they were not doing that great. So, you know, basically they'd come through from 2009 where they, you know, for eighth position make the grand final. Not really much good happens for them from that point on. So it's a, you know, it's a pretty dark period. We we go through the, the Stephen Carney and the, the Ricky Stewart years. Um, this is the, the first year out. So this is Brad Arthur's first year in charge. Making a grand, like making a sorry, making a finals appearance in first year is obviously going to be a big positive. Um, it's it's obviously going to to help them out. I'm not sure if down the track it's going to make much difference. You know, 2016, they have the salary cap incident, so you know the cheating of the, of the salary cap. I'm not afraid to say that they cheated. Um, I don't think they cheated in the same way as some of the other teams have cheated in the past, but. They obviously cheated and they were punished. Um, you know, 2017 is not a great year. 2018, 19, you know, this last year, 2020. Um, I don't think we're seeing premierships for Parramatta just because they make a finals in 2014. It may have affected the, their retention policy a little bit. You know, Chris Sandow might have started around long want to stay around longer, but I really don't think so. I don't think it's going to make a huge change for them either. Uh, for Canterbury, it's a disappointing end to the year to not make that finals, but, you know, they probably overachieved 2014, and, you know, they don't really... Uh, that was kind of the end of their run anyway. You know, the 2012 making a grand final, 2014 making a grand final, probably takes the bit of the luster off the Des Hasley years for them. But, you know, they do get put in a hole anyway, so that probably makes... I don't think they're going to make another grand final or, or win a grand final or anything like that anyway, so there's no real change there. Um, it's not a huge thing in the in the history of rugby league, but it does make something interesting. It, it sort of sort of gives those teams a little bit of a, a slight change, and I think... I think it probably makes that grand final a little bit more memorable too, just being South and Manly. I think Manly would have really 
put up a good account of themselves. Like I said, I still think South win that game because there was so much coming behind them. There was so much um, momentum and, you know, that history and, and you know, breaking of the drought. Uh, in this period of the NRL, there's there's a few of those, you know. So, I mean, Roosters don't, weren't really breaking a drought in 2013, but 14 is breaking a drought. 15 is the first premiership for the Cowboys. 16 is the breaking, you know, first premiership breaking the drought for Cronulla, you know, those few years in that in that time sort of feel a bit more magical to me, a bit more memorable of what really happened. I'm not putting down anyone who was who won a premiership before or after that, but they seemed the competition just seemed a lot more open and anyone could win sort of thing. Uh, teams just had to get get hot a little bit, you know, like they, this had to it was a little bit more of how it was in the early two thousands, the sort of mid early to mid two thousands where you know, we had different winners every year and we had teams in and out of finals and teams peaking and stuff. The recent years, it seems to be, you know, Melbourne, Roosters, you know, you, you're guaranteed one of them are going to make it. Um, it's it's kind of not become boring, but it's become a little bit of, well, look, you know, one of them's going to win this uh, or, or be in this grand final. Uh, who's the other team that gets to be with them? And a lot of the times it's just both of them. Uh, you know, like with with teams like with South and teams like you know the Cowboys, it, they seemed more exciting seeing them win these grand finals. Um, so, you know, I don't I I feel like that it would have made two thousand fourteen grand final. Just going back to my point, would have made it a little bit more exciting to to watch. Um, and you know, I would have been cheering South on a little bit harder. Maybe I think I was cheering them on anyway. I don't think I wanted Canterbury to win it. Um, but yeah, look, all right, well, I think that's pretty much everything we can talk for this episode. I really appreciate everyone listening after a bit of a long break away. Um, I appreciate everyone who listened to, you know, my 2020 season wrap and everyone listened to the Christmas episode and the bloopers episode um, and the POSCAP, as we're calling it now. Uh, and I look forward to a, a really interesting year. I've been posting up a bit on on Twitter about all the guests that I have lined up, and you know I'm sure if I put the yes, my daughter Natalie thinks she's going to be a guest. Good, you can be a guest, Natalie. Yes, all right, good. So we we've got quite a lot of Twitter celebrity, podcast celebrity people on there. If if anyone listens to this and thinks, hey, I'd like to. I'd like you to do this event and you'd like to come and join me. I'm I'm happy to. It's very, like I've said to someone today, it's very conversational. We're just going to chat. It's good to chat about rugby league. It's the greatest game of all and we all love talking about it. So let's hope for a great new year. And I'm excited and I hope you're all excited uh, for all these podcasts coming up. And I will see you next week. <laughs>